Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. The performance rankings, a slight tangent, the crappy quiz, and you had to be there. You have to be there, like, but I wish I wasn't there. (laughs) (laughs) Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. I was waiting for my sting because um, that was a fitting start to this best, item. It's the best part of it. <laughs> it's the best part of the item is the sting. Uh, but no, it's, I know it's your around the world. It's called around and, the world, and uh, it's creating a slot for the. We couldn't find room to speak about these stories elsewhere because they're not worthwhile. Yeah. So here's a slot for the stories that know, you don't care about. Maybe some of them are feel good. You know, you want to sure. end your week on a high. I don't think we've ever done it on a Friday with yourself, Adrian. We were no, like, first time. This week first we time, decided, uh, you know... Long-time you know, listener, first-time caller. Yeah, yeah, do you know who'd love this slot? Adrian Barry. <laughs> Let's do it with him. Mm. He'll not be sarcastic about it. He'll not give out about it. He'll, he'll just enjoy I'll it. I'll be on board. I'm a team player. Yeah, team mm-hmm. player. The first story, uh, Adrian, will take us all the way to California, United States of America, the West Coast. Um... There's a two-time Olympic gold medalist called Chloe Kim. A lot of people will be familiar with her. Some won't. Um, But she's very, very, very talented. Uh, She's 22. Youngest woman to win an Olympic snowboarding gold medal in the women's snowboard halfpipe. She was just 17 when she did that at the 2018 Winter Olympics. Um, She went on to repeat the trick then. Uh, But she is quite extraordinary. We've got a video clip that we'll bring you in just a second. So she gave a piggyback down a mountain. You'll see it on the screen here. We can talk over it. To a fellow snowboarder, this was at uh, Mammoth Mountain in California. Bit of blizzard conditions, as you can see. Um, she's holding a snowboarder's hands while they go down together. She had fallen, this snowboarder. Kim then teaches her how to roll over to get back up. Uh, she's like, all right, this is easy, light work. Um, windy conditions. And extremely, extremely hazardous, it has to be said. Mammoth Mountain uh, in California... Uh, typical of the conditions that you would find there. A beginner snowboarder. Mammoth Mountain. Mammoth is that what Mountain. It's called? It is. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you, you can imagine it's fairly big. Yeah, it's big, all right. Hence yeah. the name. Uh, there was actually a Mammoth Mountain in, in Colorado. Uh, we uh, we were climbing Mount Elbert in Colorado last summer. Mm. Tallest mountain in the in the Rockies. Just not bragging just, there. But uh, throw that in there. I, I knew there was a point to this story because it sure wasn't yeah, the yeah. actual story. Well, there she. You can see in the video she puts her on her back. Come on, Ryan. And uh, there's obviously someone recording, which uh, would lead you to believe it. You could be cynical and say, well, wow. Well, here and recording this uh, but she's very very skillful she gets to the bottom and and the woman is like thank you and the guy's like do you, do you have any idea who that is and she's like nope not a clue that's two time Olympic champion Chloe Kim and she decides to get a photograph with her and apparently it's not the first time that uh, Chloe Kim has helped someone in need there was people in the comments saying someone said Chloe had my nephew out of a tree well years ago we still talk about it she's the is best it's just going to be a trend now of people going oh that time I slipped and fell Chloe Kim was there to help me out <laughs> so it, it appears to be it's like uh, you know Forrest Gump is everywhere like, mm. it appears Chloe Kim when, when someone is in trouble on a mountain Chloe Kim just appears well that is one story I don't care about so what else have we got guys I just wanted a feel good story this week we talked about it in a production meeting earlier this week did that, did that not make you feel good Adrian you're so cynical. Not especially. Okay, we'll move on from California to Poznan, Poland. Um, Marcin Oleksi is the name of uh, this player. He's an amputee football player uh, who's had a goal nominated for the Puskas Award, FIFA's uh, award, of course, for the, the best goals across the, the previous calendar year. Uh, you have other nominees this year, including Mbappe, Mar- Mario Balotelli makes an appearance, Richardson for his goal for Brazil in the World Cup as well is in there. The current holder of the um, Puskas Award is Eric Lamella. You'll remember his sensational Rabona for Spurs against Arsenal in the 2020-21 season. Um, 
And look, Premier League stars have actually dominated this award. Remember Stephanie Roach getting um, nominated famously and uh, the famous photos of her with Ronaldo and Messi at the award ceremony. But uh, Son Heung-min, Mo Salah and Olivier Giroud have all won it while playing in England in recent years. Um, but this goal that was nominated, Marcin Alexi, so he represented Poland at the 2022 Amputee World Cup, helping them reach the round of 16. They were edged out 2-1 by Brazil. Uh, but the goal that we're about to see on screen, we can probably pop it up on screen. This was in the, an amputee game for Poland, uh, surrounded by his Varta Poznan teammates. The ball's crossed in. It's an unbelievable finish. Oof, it has to be nice. said. That's the first time I've seen that. That is tasty. I mean, sorry. So the guy has one leg, and he's he's able to do that. Flick his body basically up and, and above itself. Um, I was looking up the rules then of the. So the Irish Amputee Football Association is also set up. Uh, was set up in April 2011. Um, it was first played competitively in America in the 1980s, amputee football, and I know that it's going from strength to strength in Ireland. There's a couple of lads, even uh, Paul Smith from back home in Monaghan, involved with the FBI, and they're really, really taking this on as a serious thing in Ireland, or, or doing quite well. So an amp- amputee is defined as someone who is abbreviated at or near the ankle or wrist, so the rules involved in the game. Outfield players can have two hands but only one leg. Goalkeepers may have two feet but only one hand, and you have those metal crutches that you'll see um, in, in the clip that we just played as well. Um, and use of a crutch, naturally enough, against a player mm. is completely frowned upon. Leads to ejection for the game, a penalty kick for the opposing team. It's a slightly smaller pitch, of course, than a, than a full-size football pitch. 70 by 60 metres. The ball is FIFA standard. No offside rule as well. Um, and the goalkeeper can't leave their area. But I just think it, it's a sport that probably doesn't get the credit or recognition it deserves. Um, I know the FAI are trying to do a lot of things to kind of bring it in. And blind football is another one that's that's really going from strength to strength in Ireland as well. So a lot of football associations in the 80s got ahead of this and started to, I guess, make amputee football a bigger thing and get into it. As I said, it started off in America kind of in the 80s. Uh, but Ireland are really getting involved now and they're one of the countries that are really doing th- good I'm, things. I'm going I'm to I'm gonna sit in judgment here and I'm going to say you're one from two so far. One from Matt, two. Okay. While, I was, while I was here, Shane, what have you got? So Chloe Kim. Sorry if you're watching, Chloe, but uh, Adrian, not impressed. Doing it for me. Let's hope you don't get... Have you ever been skiing? Yeah, I love it, yeah. Well, jeez, I hope you don't get stuck up up there or caught in a blizzard or need, need help from Chloe Kim. Come on, she's keep not it rolling with the story you don't care about here, Shane. What right, have we got? we're going to Salerno, Italy now. Yeah. Uh, because Salerno Tana, a Serie A team, have, uh, have gone back to their ex, which is something you should never do. 48 hours after getting the sack, Davide Nicola brought in from the cold area screaming after being sacked. Possibly. Probably. Uh, lovely hairy bit, bit, bit of a David Ginola look about uh, Davide Nicola um, essentially Salernitana lost 8-2 to Atalanta in Bergamo last Sunday which led to the initial call Atalanta putting 8 goals past them so that was the first uh, time in a Serie A game that had happened for more than 26 years so a bit of a, an outlier um, they're winless in 6 4 defeats outscored 18 goals to 7 during that stretch as well they're 16th in the Serie A table Salernitana 9 points above the drop zone so it's not all lost um, they have lead leaders Napoli up next tomorrow before they take on Inform Lecce, who have not lost in six games. Um, but So they sacked Davide Nicola, and then on Wednesday they announced he was back in his old management position. So he received a call from the president of the club. They had apparently been in conversations with Rafa Benitez to take this job. Mm. He obviously turned it down, and then the president's like, ah, oh, Jesus, do you know what? We'll go back to the old guy. Two, literally two days later so uh, the president explained he says uh, the president explained to me the reasons for his painful decision which he had taken to highly discontinuity after a bad defeat I apologised took responsibility for the performance um, but he basically was saying look I know this club I know what the team needs to do to get back to where it needs to be um, I have the passion I have the desire uh, and I thank the president I thank the director Morgan de Sanctis for his mediation without him this would not be possible let's start again it's it's so it's such a lovely story, Adrian. Someone get, being given a second nah. chance. Now this could go Whatever. this could go south. 
if he starts losing games again, as I said, it's Napoli and Lecce up next for him. So lead leaders in form Lecce. I'd, uh, sorry, in a real terrible way, I'd love to see him get sacked again. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> Sounds awful. It's uh, it's basically like just it's a non-story. It's basically like a, a quicker big Sam. That's all. Quicker big Sam. Uh, Colin McCarthy's been in touch today. We had fourteen show up for a junior C Camogie game, and Chloe Kim stood in a quarter forward. Ah. See, she, she helps out in all sorts of emergencies. Anybody else has been helped by Chloe Kim? Please get in contact. Has anyone met Chloe Kim? Let us know. You're one from three so far, Shane. That's Grant. I don't care. We'll move on to the last story. We're going, Adrian, to Jamaica. Yeah. Usain Bolt. I mean, the music probably isn't what Usain Bolt wants to hear. There he is on screen. Uh, a lawyer for Usain Bolt saying this week that more than $12.7 million is missing from his account with a private investment firm in his homeland of Jamaica. Uh, Linton P. Gordon is the lawyer for Bolt. He's provided the Associated Press with a copy of a letter demanding that the money be returned. So the account once had $12.8 million in it, this account of Usain Bolt's, but now has $12,000 in the account. So it's a serious act, they're saying, of fraud larceny or a combination of uh, a number of things against our client. They've threatened civil and criminal action if the money isn't returned within 10 days. So the countdown clock has started. If you're watching this and you've stolen Usain Bolt's money, he wants it back within 10 days. Bit of a Liam Neeson vibe going on here. Mm. I will find you and I will... Is that all his money, do we know? <laughs> I, I'm sure you Is the other accounts? He has to have more than 12 million, doesn't he? You send Bolt? It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but I mean, relatively speaking, fastest guy in the world, one of the most famous athletes there has ever been. Yeah, he's got to have more money than that. Unless he's absolutely been financially foolish and uh, wasted it all on different things. I don't know. Um, but, of course, it, it, it seems to be an, an element of fraud within the bank. Generally speaking, he's saying we understand clients are anxious to receive more information. Closely monitoring the situation, the company has said it discovered the fraud earlier this month and that several of its clients may be missing millions of dollars. His net worth is estimated... Sorry, Shane. Yeah, his net worth. Estimate, estimated to be $90 million. Okay. So he does have... His money elsewhere. He's, he's 78 million odd else. Not going to make or break him. Now, he's put up a, a bit of a cryptic Instagram post. You'll see on the screen now in a second here. Um, and I can't read the bottom of it and I've made the mistake of making it too small. <laughs> but he, well, this he, is very reflective of this item. It, he's mentioned the word cryptic. And he's put a black screen on his Instagram post, and it's, he's referenced money as well. So uh, it's a worrying one. I was, I was with you there until the end, and you lost said, it. You in a world of lies, where is the truth? The history of evil, what is the root? Money. Hashtag cryptic world. That's what he said in that post. Uh, so look, I guess the point of this this morning is, if you have Usain Bolt's money, if you have his $12.8 million and you happen to be watching O2BM this morning, give it back to him. So uh, Adrian Barry... I'm delighted to have brought you along on my around the world oh my journey. Might, you might say one of, one out of four. I would say one out of. I was going to give you a two there, but you, the fact that you couldn't read your own thing at the end. Do you know what? That, Do you know what? That's counted against you, my friend. As long as someone took something from this this morning, maybe a feel good factor. Four little stories that you may you may have missed. So now, if you're sitting around the pub with your with your friends or around the gaff with your family this weekend, and someone brings up this story, you can say, "I've heard about this." Shane talked about this on Around the World on mm-hmm. Friday. So thank you, Shane. Uh, Equally so, if you, if you didn't like it, a bit like Adrian, I really don't care. We've done this a lot on a Friday, and um, Adrian's it's not stories that you've, you haven't heard from elsewhere, and there was no need for you to hear them, but that was it. It was Around the World with Shane.